0: Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. Welcome to the Dustin Gold Standard Podcast. You are listening to pain.tv slash gold. Hello, everyone. Happy Sunday afternoon, folks. So last night, We dropped the Dustin Gold nugget, teasing episode 81, and I told you guys that it may or may not come out, and that would be last night, Saturday night. And so I just was so busy yesterday and organizing all this new intelligence I got, trying to read that, running around with my wife. We went and had Korean barbecue, folks. Have you ever had that? It's one of my favorite things. Been having it for 15 years, and so we went and ate a bunch of meat. And uh, it was kind of the last outing I think we'll have before the baby's born. We're guessing in the next couple of days. So that was fun. And then we got back late last night. My stomach was full of meat. I'm talking garlic, pork, bulgogi, spicy chicken, uh, squid, steaks, all kinds of stuff. So I was pretty full. I recorded it, and then I decided to just do some research. And then this morning, I ended up on the phone with Jim, who was our guest on episode, what was that, 80, that four-hour interview. And so we're set to record another episode in that series the week of November 14th. He has to do a little bit additional research this week, tying together some of the pieces coming out of the Bank for International Settlements, and they're Plans in cooperation with BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street to hijack all of the natural resources. And as I've explained to you, that actually ties back into the original technocracy plans coming out of 1919, 1920s, 1933. 1942. That was all major years in the development of the technocracy program, uh, the form of governance. So Jim is tying all that together. Today, we connected a bunch of new dots. He is an avid listener of Catherine Austin Fitz, John Titus. He listens to a lot of Whitney Webb. A lot of the shows I listened to before I started this show, and now I haven't been able to listen to other people's podcasts, but I think that's great. I'm not in competition with them to try to necessarily uncover things that they haven't uncovered. I'm just doing this my way, introducing you to the material in case you haven't listened to those shows. I don't like to just pull chunks out of documents as you see my stylist i like to analyze full articles full documents full speeches full panel discussions this is for those people who want to know in depth what is going on how we got there and where we're going So that's my style. Uh, But he said that as far as he is aware, he's also read Patrick Wood, uh, his books that he's put out on technocracy. He has not seen a lot of people, uh, or any really, who have connected the dots the way that we've been doing here. So on this show, we're bringing together transhumanism technocracy, the UN stuff, climate change, and we're going to get into the financial system, CBDC, but we're putting it all together and showing how it overlaps. Where it goes, I'm not really sure. I mean, eventually, I told you several times, I want to be able to put sort of a 10-page Thomas Paine common sense sort of pamphlet, PowerPoint, live presentation together, showing the entire architecture of this system and showing people what we really live under so we can stop with this nonsense of believing that we are just operating within some sort of corrupt corporatist illusion uh, that that, that kind of overrides the constitutional republic. I believe we're actually in a technocracy. You can call it a quasi-technocracy. We're moving further into a technocracy. Yes, it's going to be worldwide. But as uh, I talked with Jim today about... All of the roadblocks and the speed bumps and the hiccups that these people run into in their plans to corral 7.6 billion people, an entire world, into this technocratic prison planet. And so we're going to go over some of that on the next special as well folks so there is hope here we're also starting to figure out things that people can do how you can still do banking but get around the current system what can people do to help break this system it is not inevitable i'm actually starting to have more hope than i used to um but it involves waking up 1235% of the population to this. How we get that done, I don't know. We don't really have the plants that. We don't own a giant social media company. We don't have the ability to turn on uh, our broadcast and hit 10 million people. It just doesn't work that way. So we'll continue to work through this. But there is hope. We actually talked about an idea that i had uh, years ago i presented to the gym he's a finance guy i said is this feasible is this something that could be done could we build sort of a breakaway civilization how could this be done for people that want to escape the system somewhat want to live half amish but don't have the ability to go out and buy a homestead they don't want to become a farmer so i showed him these plans And he said, you know what? Let me think about that. We should war game that on one of the episodes. So we'll do that as well, folks. What I want to do on this episode, 81, as I told you, um, I blocked this all out yesterday. And so I'm deep, deep, deep into the technocracy. uh, And I'll explain the importance of the documents that I found to you uh, later on in this episode. But right now, I've got a document that Jim sent over to me that he ran into that comes out of the united nations and so i want to read you a piece of this and explain to you its importance in the big scope in ushering in this technocratic transhumanism that these folks are working on it's a complete and total control system and as i talked about with jim today i said to him when you're researching keep your eye out that there's two parts to this there is the enslavement of all men under the prison planet technocracy that's right here in the physical world and then there is going to also be coupled with this um, sort of a, there's got to be a mass genocide component to this there has to be a, a eugenics tied into this so you have the war on humanity the engineering of humanity out of existence so I said this is what we're bringing in all the pieces the enslavement of the people they allow to live, some sort of mass genocide for certain people, and then actually engineering of humanity out of existence using all of this transhumanist technology, the Frankenstein technology, it all comes together. So let me jump into this because it ties into what Jim talked about in episode 80, and it's very important because this is the structure, one of the major elements of this prison planet, the stuff right here in the physical world. And this has to do with the monetary system that they are putting into place. I know everyone wants to talk about CBDC and universal basic income, and we're going to get into that with Jim Uh, Very soon. That's coming up. I think it's going to be part four of the series we're doing, but we had to lay the foundation first, which was the climate change hoax, because that is instrumental in this plan that they are pushing forward and i'm going to show you hopefully a couple other articles that we found today as well that connects into this system but right here this is out of this un document this united nations document uh from a couple of years ago and this is i'll get into exactly what it is after but let me start reading this to you because i've got a lot to pack in on this show and and let me just say too on episode 82. That's the next show. We're going to get into their plans for how they're going to handle transportation, vehicles, stuff like that, and show you how that ties in to the circular economy, which comes out of the famous video from the World Economic Forum, You Will Own Nothing and Be Happy, that whole thing that was memed and put out there. I'm going to actually show you a real white paper on exactly what it is they're talking about, but I won't get to that until episode 82. All right, this is section 22.71, 22.7.1, Energy Certificates. It says, there are a large number of different bookkeeping devices whereby the distribution to and records of rate of consumption of the entire population can be kept. Under a technological administration of abundance, there is only one efficient method, that employing a system of energy credits. By this system, all books and records pertaining to consumption are kept by the distribution sequence of the social mechanism. The income is granted to the public in the form of energy certificates. And there are a lot of sections that lead up to this explaining the social mechanism, explaining income and how that works. Eventually, we will break all this down, folks. But let me just lay the foundation here so you understand this part. It says these certificates are merely pieces of paper containing certain printed matter. They are issued individually to every adult of the entire population. The certificates issued to an individual may be thought of as possessing some of the properties, both of bank check and of traveler's check. They would resemble a bank check in that they carry no-face denomination. They receive their denomination only when being spent. They resemble a traveler's check in that they possess some means of ready identification, such as counter, signature, photograph, or some similar device, so as to establish easy identification by the person to whom issued, and at the same time remain absolutely useless in the hands of of anyone else. Do you understand that? I'm not gonna analyze this a lot as I read through it. I wanna just get it down first, then we'll go back through the show and analyze this and compare it to other documents that are out there. It says the record of one's income and its rate of expenditure is kept by the distribution sequence so so that it is a simple matter at any time for the distribution sequence to ascertain the state of an unknown customer's balance. This is somewhat analogous to a combination bank and department store, wherein all the customers of the store also keep bank accounts at the store bank. In such a case, the customer's credit at the department store is as good as his bank account, and the state of this account is available to the store at all times. Now, how would they go about doing this, folks? Think about it from the standpoint of blockchain and the ledger. Right. that could be done through that sort of technology. And um, I think I will get into blockchain sometime in the next couple of episodes. It says, besides the properties enumerated above, our energy certificates also contain the following additional information about the person to whom is sued. The background color of the certificate records, whether he has not yet begun his period of service, is now performing service or is retired, a different color being used for each of these categories. A diagonal stripe in one direction records that the purchaser is of the male sex. A corresponding diagonal in the other direction signifies the female sex. What happens to all of the non-binary folks? I don't know. Maybe the UN didn't figure this out. It goes on to say, in the background, across the face of the certificate is printed or watermarked the two-year balanced load period during which the particular certificate is valid. Also printed on the certificate is additional data about the recipient, including the geographical area in which he resides, and a catalog number signifying the specific function sequence and job at which he works. When making purchases of either goods or services, an individual surrenders the energy certificates properly identified and signed. These surrendered certificates are then perforated with a catalog numbers of the specific item and amount purchased and also its energy cost. These canceled certificates then clear through the bookkeeping apparatus of the distribution sequence. Again, they're talking about blockchain technology. The significance of this from the point of view of knowledge of what is going on in the social system and of social control can best be appreciated when one surveys the whole system in perspective. First, one single organization is manning and operating the whole social mechanism. This same organization not only produces but distributes all goods and services. Hence, a uniform system of record-keeping exists for the entire social operation, and all records of production and distribution clear to one central headquarters. Tabulation of the information contained on the canceled energy certificates day by day provides a complete record of distribution or of the public rate of consumption by commodity, by sex, by regional division, by occupation, and by age group. Remember, Yuval Noah Harari has said many times, those who control the data are the gods of the new era. When I get back, folks, we're going to finish up this document, and I'm going to give you a big reveal, ladies and gentlemen, a big reveal when we get back. My name is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to The Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold, folks. All right, so we're learning about these energy certificates, this plan for energy certificates coming out of the United Nations in a document that's a couple years old. Trust me, folks, there's a method to my madness here. I war game the presentation of this material with Maria Albanese of the Thomas Payne podcast co-host on Fridays. Uh, Yesterday folks, I talked to her about this. We were doing some research late last night. She dug up some additional information as well. Hopefully this week she'll have a little more time. She will come on the show and we will start to dig through the stuff that she has been cataloging. But let me continue with this folks. It says with this information, Clearing continuously, again, and what they're talking about is the tabulation of the information contained on the canceled energy certificates day by day provides a complete record of distribution or the public rate of consumption by commodity, by sex, by regional division, by occupation, and by age group, okay? And it says, with this information clearing continuously to a central headquarters, we have a case exactly analogous to the control panel of a power plant or the bridge of an ocean liner or the meter panel of a modern airplane. It says, in uh, a... Ensure a continuous distribution of goods and services to every member of the population. B, enable all goods and services to be measured in a... Okay, now, what's happening here... Give me one second, folks, because there's some content that's actually missing out of this document. That's okay. Don't worry. We'll be fine. It says, the case of a steam plant, the meter panel records continuously... uh, Yeah, the steam pressure of the boilers, the fuel record, the voltage and kilowatt output of the generators, and all other similar pertinent data. In the case of operating an entire social mechanism, the data required are more voluminous in detail, but not otherwise essentially different from that provided by the instrument panel in the steam plant. The clearing of the energy certificates tabulated in all the various ways we have indicated gives precise information at all times on the state of consumption of every kind of commodity or service in all parts of the continent. In addition to this, there is also corresponding information on stocks of materials and rates of operation in every stage of every industrial flow line. There is likewise a complete record on all hospitals, on the educational system, amusements, and others on the more purely social services. This information makes it possible to know exactly what to do at all times in order to maintain the operation of the social mechanism at the highest possible load factor and efficiency. Now, Let me tell you this, folks. That is some pretty scary stuff. Now, we've covered here the World Economic Forum's panel discussion on the industrial metaverse, how they are basically creating a digital twin, as they admit to, of everything inside of the industrial space, the industrial sector, basically what they would call here this mechanism, this social mechanism. And so this is already being done Uh, As Jim gets into the CBDC will be these uh, energy certificates right now. You look at them as carbon credits. So let me just admit this to you, folks. This what I just read you, believe it or not, this is not from the United Nations. It's not from two years ago. This did not come from Jim. This is actually, folks, from a document called the Technocracy Study Course, And this was published, ladies and gentlemen, in 1934. This is a 295 page document. I believe this was actually written or put together by M. King Hubbard, who we got into the other day on the show, one of the leaders in the technocracy incorporated movement. And this was a course that people would take people were were pushed to understand this if they wanted to join the technocracy movement. And it is purposefully written in layman's terms, not all types of scientific jargon, because they didn't need just the scientists and engineers on board with this. They needed to get people outside of what would later be the elite class, the scientists and engineers, to get on board with it. They needed to get you and me on board with this. And so this document I have been reviewing in detail, folks, along with um, several other very important documents in the founding of the technocracy movement. As I told you, Technocracy Incorporated came together in 1933. These ideas had been floating around, uh, really going back to 1919, and even before that. They took a lot of uh, the ideas from certain philosophers, economists, scientists, engineers, Uh, authors and folks like that but really under howard scott they started putting this stuff down on paper and when you go through these documents i'm going to be a hundred percent open with you on this um it's a lot of stuff folks i don't know if you're going to have time to dig through this yourself don't worry because we're going to break it all down here at the Dust and Gold Standard. I think we're going to have to go through this stuff over the next hundred episodes, piece by piece by piece. As I told you, I'm going to actually start recording. I actually did start on that today. But I'm going to start actually recording these sort of in audiobook form, and they're going to be released on... The hotwire level of paintv slash gold and then also sort of a middle tier I'm going to create. I'm talking to Mike and the team this week about it. And so this stuff will be available to you in an ad-free RSS feed. So you can listen to these. You'll be able to download the MP3 files. So when you're driving in your car in between shows, in between listening to the Thomas Payne podcast or the Dustin Gold Standard, you could start to actually absorb this because I'm going to be honest with you right now. The documents that come out of Technocracy Incorporated are basically the founding documents of the government that you find yourself in today. A lot of you may think that this started in 2020 under COVID land, the high school theater production. No, this stuff has been... Been under architecture and has been rolled out going back here to the beginning, 1933. When you try to learn about the history of America, so called America, which I truly and 100% believe is dead, whatever vision or version of the founding of this country or the constitutional republic we supposedly live under, gone. Gone. I, t- I tend to believe that it ended during the civil war under abraham lincoln but i'm even willing to entertain the idea that it was alive from the beginning some of the stuff that legal man on the podcast the quash explains but let's just say america was alive until the civil war let's just pretend that is the case because I don't want to have to go back to the founding and then talk about all these uh, driving forces behind the founding. So for for today's show, at least, let's say it ended during the Civil War and then we were picking up the pieces uh, after that. But the federal government had been uh, centralized and then it took all this power and everything. But the real founding documents... The version of, let's say we went back to our founding and we were going to read the Declaration of Independence, the Federalist Papers, the Articles of Confederation, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, et cetera, et cetera. Um, These documents that I have my hands on are the founding documents of the technocracy or the quasi-technocracy that we live under today. These are definitely the founding documents of sort of the international apparatus. When we're looking at the United Nations, we are looking at the World Economic Forum. We are looking at the Trilateral Commission, uh, Council for Foreign Relations, uh, all of this stuff, folks. These are the founding documents. So if you want to truly understand the governmental structure in which you're living under, this is it uh they are in the process of implementing all of this, and going back to 1933, in that piece I just read, you will see they're talking about punch cards and paper certificates. I figured that some of you would probably catch on or think that I made a major mistake as I was reading that because it didn't sound like the technology of today, but now they have the technology in place to be able to track everything they're talking about. Actually, they already do track all of it. Every transaction that you make, folks, they know your sex, they know your uh, color, your ethnicity, religion. I mean, there's a huge digital footprint on every single one of us. There's the equivalent of an FBI jacket on every single person out there. That is... Of course, if you're making uh, cash transactions or you're bartering with uh, Amish folks or homesteaders at their farms, obviously that's not as tracked. But it is also tracked because if you have a car that's newer than you know, 15, 20 years old with a computer, you're being tracked everywhere you go. If you happen to buy a new car, an electric vehicle, all that, 100% tracked. And we are going to get into transportation and how that works within this system on the next episode, episode eight. Eighty-two, And I'm going to show you what the plans coming out of 1933 were for transportation and vehicles. And you're going to see how that was slightly modified and how that fits into exactly what the technocrats are doing today. So that's why I'm saying these documents are so important. If you want to understand what happened to you Going uh, back to March 2020 when COVID land, the high school theater production, the Great Reset, the fourth industrial revolution all kicked off. You have to go back to these founding documents. If we were operating under... The system we believe we are, Constitutional Republic, you would go back and you'd study the Declaration of Independence, you join like a Hillsdale College uh, course, and you would learn about the Declaration, the Constitution, the Federalist Papers, the Articles of Confederation. Uh, All of that stuff to try to understand the system you live under. If you're going to go debate in a local town council, you learn the uh, Robert's Rules of Order, right? Well, if you truly, truly, folks, want to understand the system you're living under and the current architecture that they are implementing today the infrastructure that they are building you have to go back to 1933 and some people say it's so long ago who cares well why are you reading documents from 1760 1770 1780 1790 that system i believe is actually dead now we may one day want to create a breakaway civilization and build it off those ideas that's fine but if you really want to know What you're living under now, this is it, folks. And this technocracy study course, it's an easy read. It's a great place to start. It's 295 pages. So that's like reading a book. You guys read books on all kinds of things. And I will turn this into an audio book for you for those that don't have time to sit there and read this or it's a pain to read this off your iPhone or you don't want to go spend $150 to print this at Staples, I will do it in an audio book form. And this way you understand it. Now, this is just... One piece, folks. This 300 pages, one piece. I have a 3,000-page document, I'm about 300 pages in, on an entire collection of Howard Scott, the founder of Technocracy Incorporated's entire life, his history, uh, articles on him, lectures he gave, speeches, white papers he wrote, interviews he was involved in, and I'm about 300 pages into that. Completely fascinating. Now, when I get back, I'm gonna tell you something that John uh sorry, John, Jim and I stumbled upon over the last couple of days that I think is just gonna blow your mind. I'm not gonna go too deep on it today because him and I will discuss it in future episodes. But the stuff that we're finding is amazing. And then what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna get into depth here with this 24 page document. Published in 1938, and this is from Technocracy Incorporated, it's called the Energy Certificate. And it actually explains this system. So this way you have the information when we talk to Jim again, and we'll understand and be able to connect the dots between how the Energy Certificate became the carbon credit system and will become the central bank digital Currency. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be right back. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard. Thanks for hanging out with us this Sunday afternoon. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. more listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold.